the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back as we head into Hour 2. Delighted to have Representative David Schweikert back with us. He represents Arizona's 1st Congressional District. David, how are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm personally wonderful. I'm just annoyed with the people I work with, but that's a whole different discussion. What what, what are they they doing to annoy you? No, no, no. We're just... Um, we, we did we did a presentation last evening that if current borrowing stays where it's at, we may borrow ten percent of the economy, okay. and I thought that would just set people on fire. And when it was done, I realized no one cared. Mm-hmm. No one cared. Um, we're moving a just a tiny little tax bill on the floor at, at this moment, mm-hmm. and. You know, it, it's just fixing some provisions that allow, particularly for our businesses in Arizona, to be able to expense their research and development and these things. Um, and you try to explain that depreciation, when you do it, is expensing. It's just a timing effect. You get to take it. At least this way you don't have to finance it over the next few years. And you have people staring at you saying, I don't understand. So I'm just annoyed. Past that, life is wonderful. Well... <laughs> I was looking at a speech you delivered, and it must have been last – it might be the speech you were talking about possibly from last night, if I'm not mistaken. It was put up on social media today, so it was either earlier today or last night or maybe the day before. But Yeah, yeah. A, couple, a couple groups apparently today, FreedomWorks and some of the others, grabbed it and been putting okay. it up, so Good. I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, and part of what you said was the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Talk to us about what happened when we uh, passed the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Um, walk me through the part. We of- burnt this place down last June. We did the debt ceiling agreement. We actually. Oh, got- oh, oh, yeah. It, it, look, it was. It, you're trying. To, there's some complication there. You're trying to explain. Um, when de- most people will know that is when the debt ceiling got raised. Right. We we got a hundred billion dollars of cuts, biggest cuts in U.S. history, and and hundred percent of that is on discretionary. Mm-hmm. And um, but we needed to implement it, and then we removed a speaker and all these other things. But a hundred billion dollars is a stunning amount of money, mm-hmm. except for one small problem: we're borrowing about three three and a half billion a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excuse me, seven, seven, sorry, seven and a half billion dollars a day. Okay. Um, so you start to say, hey, you know, we can, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, you've, you've basically burnt through more money than the entire savings. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're borrowing at that rate. And at the current rate of borrowing, gross interest, gross borrowing, interest is going to be over a trillion and borrowing may be over three trillion. And, 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 and the the fight we've had here is we were knifing each other for months over $16 billion. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's two and a half days worth of borrowing. Mm-hmm. And, and there's the sort of frustration is it's good theater. It gets you on television. You get to sound like you're a fiscal conservative. And yet 
um, when the day is done, it was purely theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are good about talking about innovative ways that we can start getting control of these exorbitant costs, particularly mm-hmm. in the area of health care. Oh, yes. And I'm wondering, too, though, if we might start thinking about talking about other issues that plague us, that cost us a lot of money to help get people's brains around that. If they're not upset generally about, let us say, illegal immigration, might we see if they are upset fiscally about what it costs us actually um I'm, as one example we've done a couple portions of newsletter matter of fact my staff was just in my office minutes ago one of them found a letter and a speech from ted kennedy mm-hmm. of all people now this is like 25 years ago yes and it's him attacking the illegal immigration at the border and the fact that his letters about because it's crushing working men and women's right. wages right. because working men and women now are having to compete against um, all this right. additional labor. Right. And it was fascinating that the team here had been gathering up all, all these sorts of things of when Democrats actually cared about the hardworking middle class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you're looking at it going, wow. Isn't it fascinating that something happened over the last particularly 20 years where Democrats now represent higher education, wealthier folks, and the urban poor? Right. And the working men and women had been functionally abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, working men and women now primarily vote for Republicans. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones now battling to protect their wages. Mm-hmm. And by the way, saving their so, their 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 social security in a we're in 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 and fighting senior poverty. Oh yeah, but but I mean marginally, uh, marginally, because <laughs> I know you you deal with well, yeah, you're right, well right. in world around here. Right, you you work to save social security, and some of these parasite groups will run ads attacking you, saying he mentioned social security. Right, promise he won't touch it. Right, and then you you pick up the phone and you call these groups and say you do understand. In 2033, the trust fund's gone. People take a 25% cut, meaning if you're an average couple in America, that's $17,400 cut mm-hmm. in what your Social Security check would be, checks would be that year. You're double senior poverty, and they just act like, we don't care. It's a good attack ad. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah. Well, but let's be honest. Yeah. They rely on the fact that so many groups out there that claim – they're protecting seniors, lie to them. Mm-hmm. 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 Let me think about other issues that cost our economy, cost us uh, federal and state resources um, that we might talk about. Illegal immigration, uh, you're very good on substance abuse. There's hundreds of billions of costs there. Mm-hmm. Crime. Crime is in the trillions of costs. Oh, and might we man. might we just start talking about you know um, some of those connections too? I don't think people. I think they think about these issues in silos. Yeah, you know? and you and I, and, and you know, I've pounded on you over the years. Unified theory, unified yeah. theory. Yeah. Illegal immigration to drugs, right. drugs to crime, right. crime to human exploitation, human right. exploitation to misery, misery. You know in the economic devastation, economic devastation to family formation, family formation into family structure, and the development of wealth, it, you, it, it actually all is a unified theory. And right. that's one of the problems, is 
Um, each one of those are complex, and you've got to be willing to do it all and do it all at the same time because they feed off of each right, other. Right, right, right. And there are certain vectors uh, that you might triage. I mean, obviously, and some things that, you know, are more about willpower than ability, right? I think the border is about willpower, not ability. For, for, oh, no. Well, you're, you're the for lawyer. Example, for a, example. For example. And, and, and a, a fight I was having you with the reporter. You keep calling me names, David, and I just I, am, I well, don't do uh, that I'm, to you. Um, but you on occasion <laughs> call me congressman, which I find <laughs> okay. annoying, so I'm going to call you a lawyer. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but uh, walk through this logic. Um, uh, Biden takes over the White House, and through administrative order, he functionally opens up the border. Why can't he basically, now that all of a sudden it's a horrible campaign issue, it's going to crush Democrats this year, why can't he just reverse his administrative orders? Well, I, I yes, <laughs> again, not, not, a, not, not an issue of ability, an, an issue of willpower. There was an interesting... <laughs> There's an interesting piece in the New York Times on this yesterday. I wouldn't normally recommend the New York Times, but they did a pretty interesting piece about how badly he failed on the border with all those orders of his. And, yeah, why, why not reverse engineer him? Turns out, evidently, according to the Times, you know that I'm not telling you anything you don't know. There's a fight inside the White House. Whether they should continue doing the wrong things or maybe start turning back and what it will look like if they turn back, you know? And, and, but the, the fight in the White House is primarily about – we don't want to sound like Trump. Right, right. That that it, that it, comes totally through logic, the article. You're totally right. Logic totally is right. going on. Right. We know this is the right thing to do. Right. We know we're crushing right. working people. We yep. know we're flooding our communities yep. with drugs. Yep. We know the misery that's happening in our urban centers with all these folks showing up right. and no place to live, no place to eat, no place to go to school, no place to do this. But if we go back we're reaffirming the Trump policy, right. and we can't do that. Right. It's, same it's with the Middle East. <laughs> it's the same. It's, it's everywhere. But it shows you how emotionally sick yeah. these Democrats have become. All right. Go back to work. I won't call. What should I call you if I don't call you Congressman? What do you David. Want? Just call you David. All right. <laughs> Paul Simon said you can call me, me Al. All right. God bless you, sir. Godspeed. All Thanks right. for checking in. As always, I'm Seth Liebson. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by our good friends at the Midas Gold Group. They – um. They at the Midas Gold Group have told me that the U.S. government and the Fed will have no choice but to eventually steer interest rates lower because if they don't, the current level of interest rates will bankrupt the nation. There's no telling when the dam will break, but when it does, Midas wants to make sure you have flood insurance and in this case, gold. Call Midas Gold Group now. Look into the opportunities gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call 480-360-3000. Or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. That's MidasGoldGroup.com. Midas Gold Group is the nation's number one veteran-owned gold IRA firm. Protect your assets. Call 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. I was talking a little bit earlier. Um, Well, here, here, let me give you a Reuters report. U.S. senators on Wednesday grilled the biggest social media and messaging companies, saying they had failed enough – excuse me – saying they had failed to do enough to protect children from sexual predators predators on their platforms. 
The hearing marks the latest effort by lawmakers to address the concerns of parents and mental health experts as social media companies put profits over making sure their platforms do not harm children. Senator Lindsey Graham said, Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. Um, you have a product that's killing people. Um, Senator Dick Durbin uh, cited statistics from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children showing that there is financial sextortion, sextortion, in which a predator tricks a minor into sending explicit photos and videos and how that has skyrocketed. Quote, this disturbing growth in child sexual exploitation is driven by one thing, changes in technology, Durbin said. Um, And then you had a lot of parents there of children who have been fallen victim to all this. I was playing some of the audio of Ted Cruz interviewing Mark Zuckerberg or questioning Mark Zuckerberg and the head of the head of um, TikTok. And right now, Ted Cruz is talking to the head of TikTok um, about why there is such a disparity between TikTok and what you can search on TikTok with regard to practices in China, like whether it's about Taiwan or whether it's about Tiananmen or whether it's about the Uyghurs or whether it's about Hong Kong freedom versus other social media platforms, why the ratios are so distorted. And uh, let me resume that for just a moment. Then I want to get to Josh Hawley and his discussion with Mark Zuckerberg. Why is it that on Instagram, people can put up a, a hashtag Hong Kong protest 174 times compared to TikTok? What censorship is TikTok doing at the re- request of the Chinese government? None. Senator, that analysis is flawed. The analysis is flawed. It's been debunked by other external sources like the Cato Institute. Fundamentally, a few things happen here. (laughs) Not all videos carry hashtags. That's the first thing. The second thing is that... The Cato Institute is where you run every time that a statistic is inconvenient, like when it comes to illegal immigration or when it comes to protecting mental health or when it comes to protecting against... um, Uh, drug giveaways and drug legalization. You run to the Cato Institute because they are far out kooky libertarians that believe in no restrictions on anything whatsoever, including illegal immigration and drug dealing. You cannot selectively choose a few words within a certain time. Why the difference between Taylor Swift and Tiananmen Square? What happened at Tiananmen Square? Senator, there was a massive protest uh, during, during that time. But what I'm not a massacre, is, a no, protest. Come in, uh, Why would there be no difference on Taylor Swift or a minimal difference and a massive difference on Tiananmen Square or Hong Kong? Senator, could you wrap up, please? S- Senator, our algorithm does not suppress any content simply based you on... You answer that question. Why yeah. is there a difference? Like I said, I think this analysis is flawed. You're selectively choosing some words over some periods. We haven't been around there as long as other There is an obvious apps. difference. 174 to 1 for Hong Kong compared to Taylor Swift is dramatic. By the way, before I get to Josh Josh Hawley, a thing on Taylor Swift, if I might, because there has been uh, some – I saw on Drudge a big headline, MAGA going to war against Taylor Swift and stuff. Have you seen some of this, Bill, at all? There's there's this – because I guess she is a liberal and uh, there's concern that she will be stumping for Joe Biden and that sort of thing. Um, I – 
going to war against Taylor Swift may not be the best use of our resources. I kind of agree with something Matt Walsh tweeted earlier. He said, of all the young musicians and all the musicians young people listen to that sing about harmful things and um, display themselves in harmful and unhealthy ways, Taylor Swift doesn't make the list of top 100. She just doesn't. She just doesn't. Um, We can like or dislike her music, obviously. It's a free country. And we can obviously separate music from politics, and we can be very concerned that she has such a huge, tremendous, huge and tremendous following that she may do her best to steer towards the Democratic Party. Nothing you can do about that. But to go and attack her is going to make us look really bad if it's anything other than her politics. It's going to make us look really bad. Her music, her lyrics, and the way she carries herself outside of politically is just about as wholesome as you could kind of want in a young adult musician. So wait for her to say something politically stupid. Wait for her to say something politically disagreeable and do that. You do want to ask a question, I suppose, which is at what point was it Michael Jordan who said Republicans buy shoes too? You do have to ask yourself at what point you are big enough to be able to isolate half your fan base, assuming half of them might be Republicans. I don't know. I don't know. She might be big enough to do that. But I think I think we should confine our concerns about Taylor Swift to policy and this notion that we have to go to war with it's it's not gonna it's it's not a good look for us. It's not a good look. Um, all right. Let me do this. Let me take a quick commercial break. Future for free, um, Fighting for Freedom is the event we're doing March 26th with Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum and me on stage at Arizona Christian University. Get your tickets at 960thepatriot.com. Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, myself. And if you want to enter to win a free pair of tickets, email my producer, David Dahl, at ddahl at SalemPHX.com. Ddoll at SalemPHX.com will announce the winner on Friday. Is that clear enough? We'll announce the winner on or or Monday. Friday. We'll announce it on Friday. They will be contacted on Monday. There it is. We will announce it on Friday. Third level of clarity. Third level of clarity. (laughs) Amongst the ways we will announce it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Uh, We were talking about uh, Ted Cruz's um, questioning of Mark Zuckerberg and the head of TikTok in America. The one that's making a lot of news is Josh Hawley because he got Mark Zuckerberg to at least stand up and address the parents face-to-face in the United States Senate. I thought the uh, full complement of what he did with Zuckerberg was important, and I'd like to, um, if you'll permit me, do that with you right now. Mr. Zuckerberg, let me start with you. Did I hear you say in your opening statement that there's no link between mental health and social media use? 
Senator, what I said is I think it's important to look at the science. I know it's people widely talk about this as if that is something that's already been proven. And I think that the bulk of the scientific evidence does not support that. Well, really, let, let me just remind you of some of the science from your own company. Instagram studied the effect. He's saying the bulk of the science, Zuckerberg says the bulk of the science says there's no relationship between social media use and mental health deficits. Of your platform on teenagers. Let me just read you some quotes from the Wall Street Journal's report on this. Company researchers found that Instagram is harmful for a sizable percentage of teenagers, most notably teenage girls. Here's a quote from your own study. Quote, we make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. Here's another quote. Teens blamed Instagram. This is your study for increases in the rate of anxiety and depression. This reaction was unprompted and consistent across all groups. That's your study. Senator, we try to under, understand the uh, the feedback and, and how people feel about the services, we can improve. Wait a minute, your, own, da- your are- own study says that you make life worse for one in three teenage girls. You increase no, Senator, anxiety and depression. Says. That's what it says. And you're here testifying to us in public that there's no link. You've been doing this for years. For so, years, you've been coming in public and testifying under oath that there's absolutely no link. Your product is wonderful. The science is nascent. Full speed ahead. While internally, you know full well your product is a disaster for teenagers. Senator, and yet you keep true. right on doing what you're doing. Right? That's not true. That's not true. Those what? are moms and dads in the back, by the way, who know what Josh Hawley said is true. Let me, t- let me show you some other but facts I, mean, I know you that you're you familiar with. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not a question. That's not a question. Those are facts, Mr. Zuckerberg. That's not a question. Those aren't facts. Let me show you some more facts. Here are some, here's some information from a whistleblower who came before the Senate, testified under oath in public. He worked for you. He's a senior executive. Here's what he showed he found when he studied your products. So, for example, this is girls between the ages of 13 and 15 years old. 37% of them reported that they had been exposed to nudity on the platform, unwanted, in the last seven days. 24% said that they had experienced unwanted sexual advances they'd been propositioned in the last seven days. 17% said they had encountered self-harm content pushed at them in the last seven days. Now, I know you're familiar with these stats because he sent you an email where he lined it all out. I mean, we've got a copy of it right here. My question is, who did you fire for this? Who got fired because of that? Senator, we study all of this because it's important and we want to improve our services. Well, you just told and me a second ago you studied it, but that there was no linkage. Who Senator, did you fire? You, yeah, I said you mischaracterized. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all Who these did you fire? Tools. Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire? Uh, I'm not going to answer that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't is, fire anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I action. It's appropriate to talk about... It's not appropriate. Do you know who's sitting behind you? You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone, and you don't think it's appropriate to take talk about steps that you took? The fact that you didn't fire a single person. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry. Have you compensated any of the victims? These girls. Have you compensated them? I don't believe so. Why not? Don't you think they deserve some compensation for what your platform has done? Help Senator, with counseling services, help with 
dealing with the issues that your your services cause? Our, our job is to make sure that we build tools to help keep people safe. Are you going to compensate them? We'll come back on that when we come right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Young David, what what are you doing back there with Mr. Bill? Oh, we're just you're you're fun. laughing it up on things that uh, you and I had a. We're just having fun with some of our hot keys on you know some of our our Seth keys that we have here. You and I have a very different set of uh, a uh, different sense of sense fun. of humor today. Yeah. What have you been doing? Is it anything you want to? What did your second grade teacher always say to you, Mr. Bill? Things like, "Would you like to share the? Uh, would you like to share it <laughs> with the like class? I'm sure the, the entire class. class would like a laugh." Oh, you know, just uh, some of these things that I, I clip of you and put in our system and joke and laugh about. You can you work with me on a daily basis. You can talk to me. Why don't? Why do you play me taped? I play you tapes of yourself when you're being funny. For example. I just text you or yell at you. You know, I hate journalists. <laughs> you can just finger. You can just talk. He's Don't no, stop it. <laughs> you can just talk to me. There's there's the old story. But I can't ask you to make gaffes. Kierkegaard it's like Biden. This. If you asked him to make the gaffes, he probably wouldn't do the gaffes. You Kier- just have to wait for the gaff to happen. Kierkegaard told the story of the woman with her baby in the stroller going down the sidewalk and someone comes up to him and says, my, what a cute baby. He says to her, what a cute baby. And she says, you think he's cute? You should see his picture. That's like what you're doing. I mean, I, you and I could have regular interaction, but instead you're just going to listen to tapes of me or whatever they are. You don't want to misgender Sasquatch. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back They're to Josh Hawley. He's you have, much more serious. Yeah, this is serious, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is important. Josh Hawley talking to Mark Zuckerberg. He is now asking Mark Zuckerberg about whether he intends to compensate any of the families who lost loved ones um, due to the content on his platform. Think of it. That's too passive. Due to the content he platforms. Senator, our job and what we take seriously is making sure that we build industry-leading tools to find harmful to content, make money. take it off the services, uh, to make money. and to build tools that empower parents. So you didn't take any people. action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I've, Would I've, you like to do so now? Well, They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show pretty, them the pictures. It's a pretty strong moment. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? He stands up and turns to them, and it's inaudible. I'm sorry for what you have been going through. And this is why we invested so much, and are going to continue. Why we invested so efforts to to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. Sorry for what you've had to go through, but this is why we're investing so much to make sure other families don't have to go through what you suffered. It was a pretty powerful moment. Let me continue. Why, Mr. Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim you hide behind a liability shield? You can't be held accountable. Shouldn't you be held accountable personally? Will you take personal responsibility? Senator, I, I think I've already answered this. I mean, this is these. We'll are try this issues. again. Will you take personal responsibility? 
Senator, I view my job and the job of our company as building the best tools that we can to keep our community safe. Well, you're failing at that. To, well, Senator, we're doing an industry-leading effort. We build AI oh, tools nonsense. that... Your product is killing people. Will you <laughs> oh, personally nonsense. commit to compensating the victims? You're a billionaire. Will you commit to compensating the victims? Will you set up a compensation fund Senator, with your money? I think these are... These are with your money. Senator, these are complicated Yes, that, no, that, that's not a complicated and, and question, though. That's Senator, a yes or no. Will you set up a victim's compensation fund with your money, the money you made on these families sitting behind you? Yes or no? Senator, I don't think that that's... Uh, my job is to Sounds make sure like a no. good tools. My, my Sounds job like is a no. to make sure that... Your job is to be responsible for what your company has done. You've made billions of dollars on the people sitting behind them. Are you here? You've done nothing to help them. You've done nothing to compensate them. You've done nothing to put it right. You could do so here today, and you should. You should, Mr. Zuckerberg. Before my time expires, Mr. Chu... This is the head of TikTok. You. Your platform... Why should your platform not be banned in the United States of America? <laughs> you are owned by a Chinese communist company or a company based in China. The editor-in-chief of your parent company is a Communist Party secretary. Your company has been surveilling Americans for years. According to leaked audio from more than 80 internal TikTok meetings, China-based employees of your company have repeatedly accessed non-public data of United States citizens. Your company has tracked journalists improperly gaining access to their IP addresses, user data, in an attempt to identify whether they're writing negative stories about you. Why should your, your platform is basically an espionage arm for the Chinese Communist Party. Why should you not be banned in the United States of America? Senator, I disagree with your characterization. Many of what you have said, we have explained in a lot of detail. TikTok is, is used by 170 million Americans. I know, and every single love. one of those Americans are in danger from the fact that you track their keystrokes, you track their app usage, you track their location data, and we know that all of that information can be accessed by Chinese employees who are subject to the dictates of the Chinese Communist Party. Why, not, why should you not be banned in this in this country? Uh, Senator, that is not accurate. A, a lot of what you describe we collect, we don't. It is 100% accurate. Do you deny that repeatedly Americans' data has been accessed by ByteDance employees in China? Uh, we built a project that either cost us billions of dollars to stop that. And we have made a lot of progress. And it hasn't been stopped. According to the Wall Street Journal report from just yesterday, even now, ByteDance workers, without going through official channels, have access to the private information of American citizens. I'm quoting from the article. Private information of American citizens, including their birth date, their IP address, and more. That's now. Senator, as we know, the media doesn't always get it right. What, what we have... What we have uh, but the Chinese Communist Party does? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that we have, been, we have spent billions of dollars to build this project. It's rigorous, it's robust, it's unprecedented. And I'm proud of the work that the 2,000 employees are doing to protect the data. It's, it, but it's not, it's not protected. That's the problem, Mr. Chu. It's not protected at all. It's subject to Communist Chinese Party inspection and review. Your app, unlike anybody else sitting here, and, and heaven knows I've got problems with everybody here, <laughs> but your app, unlike any of those, is subject to the control and inspection of a foreign hostile government that has actively trying to track the information and whereabouts of every American that they get their hands on. Your app ought to be banned in the United States of America for the security of this country. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I want to say something when we come back about it not being entirely the fault of Mark Zuckerberg and Mr. Shao Chu. 
there is another player here. And we'll mention that when we come right back. Portions of the show are brought to you by our good friends at Y-Refi. They have a secure investment that actually helps people. And you can earn up to a 10.25% fixed rate of return. And it's not correlated to the stock market or the Federal Reserve. Y-Refi is headquartered here locally. You can visit with them, meet them in person. Their offices are right on Chauncey Lane in North Phoenix. You won't be asked to sign anything. You won't get a sales pitch. They leave that up to me. In this secure, collateralized portfolio that Y-Refi offers, you get a monthly statement with no surprises. There is no attack on principal if you ever need your money back. There are absolutely no fees. And, of course, you have the control of turning your income on or off or compounding it whatever you like. If you don't visit them in person, check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com, or give them a call at 888-YREFI24. It's talking about these problems of um, these problems that TikTok and Instagram and youth and uh, the mental distress in some cases awfully, awfully just <laughs> terrible to speak about. But suicides, you'll see some of the parents today. Some of them were in the Senate. Some of them will be interviewed on on the news, uh, on cable news probably. I think I saw one parent with Martha McCallum earlier. Just horrifically sad. And um, it's uncomfortable to say. But while Congress is working on these laws, and you can't expect everyone who's not an expert to know everything, um, there is another thesis here that, has to operate at the same time, which is you need to know what your children are doing. You need to know what they're up to. You need to know what's going on behind closed doors. And you need to think very seriously about what kind of smartphone you're going to get them and what, if you are going to get them one, and what you are going to, what apps you are going to allow them to use on it. You do have to be very smart about that. It's, um, probably trite at this point to say it's the wild, wild west on these social media platforms that your children have access to and are accessing and are using. But you are going to want to be monitoring it very heavily if you see a need for them having a phone. And I question seriously the need for them having a smartphone. Now, I know the peer pressure is tremendous. I understand that, too. But there are things you can do about it. Know what your kids are up to, especially when they're out of your eyesight. Okay. Uh, John Shattig, coming right up. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.